What a beautiful way to start a podcast, huh? <laughs> what is going on, guys? It is Clayton Wobble Elliot with the Let's Get Wobble podcast, and we are jumping back on to record our second episode. I was hoping to do some uh, some editing and some stuff earlier on, get an episode on with a friend of mine, but just time constraints and stuff, we couldn't really get anything rounded up together. Let's get a recap going. So since the last episode, things have been going really good. The podcast has been blowing up more than what I thought it would ever do. You know, I I mean, the numbers aren't great, but at the same time, just being up in two weeks, I thought this is crazy how many people have stopped in and listened. And just from every aspect, whether it's from Spotify or Google Podcast or Apple Podcast. I mean, I've had a lot of people reach out and say, hey, listen, you're doing good things. Keep it up. We'd like to see where you're going with this. And it's a lot more people than I even thought that would consider listening to it. So it's a good thing going so far. A lot of people seem to like it, and I'm going to keep continuing to do it and hopefully keep putting out that content that you guys like. But um, just this past couple weeks, I mean, Work has been crazy. It, it always is. There's never really a dull moment at work. Always staying busy. And especially here lately, I've been running into problems where, you know, you think you're almost done with work. You put in an eight-hour day and you've got like 15 minutes left of your shift. Everything's going good. The day hasn't been super stressful. Things are semi-going your way, but at the same time, it could be a little bit better, but it could be a lot worse, too. And then in that last 15, 20 minutes, shit just hits the fan. (laughs) I know you guys know that feeling. You're like, really? Like, I've only got 15, 20 minutes. Could this not have fucking waited? And of course, it can't wait and it has to happen. So next thing I know, I find myself staying 45 minutes after work doing paperwork and shit like that because it has to be completed before I leave. And it's always a, a fun time. But. It is what it is. It comes with the territory. But uh, another thing that happened just this uh, past couple weeks, uh, as I'm recording this podcast, today, which is the 21st, is my girlfriend Kristen's birthday. So publicly on the podcast, I would like to take a pause for a second and wish her a happy birthday. So happy birthday, babe. I hope you're having a great time, and I hope you're listening to this and continuing to support me, which I know you always have. And I cannot thank you enough for all that you do for me and how happy you make me and how supportive you've been through everything in my life, not just the podcast, but everything. So celebrating your birthday for me, doing the little things for you, it's never been a a problem for me. And I'm glad that we decided we were going to go out to um, a water park close to us or semi close to us we went up to Zimbizi Bay for the day we decided that we were going to go up there and hang out for the day and it just so happened that a friend of mine and I had talked through work and we're talking about hey yeah because I didn't know what I wanted to do for her birthday but I wanted to do something special and I kicked around a couple ideas and we were wanting that there was a movie that we wanted to see that was coming out and we were thinking about watching it and we just weren't sure I wasn't sure what I wanted to plan to do But I know that my girlfriend likes lazy rivers, water parks, swimming, that kind of thing. So I'm kicking around the idea and I'm trying to think, well, you know, I want to find a place with a good lazy river, this and that. What can we do? 
I'm kicking around this idea and I'm at work and I decided to look at the vacation schedule and a good friend of mine has the, has the, the same day that we went off on vacation. I was like, hmm, I wonder what he's got vacation for. So I call him up and I'm like, hey man, what do you got planned for the 20th? Because we went the day before. I said, what do you have planned on the 20th? He said, oh, me and the, me and the wife and the kids, we're going to go out to Zimbabwe Bay and hang out for the day. And I'm like, that's genius. Zimbabwe Bay would be awesome because I know she's into that kind of stuff and I think she would really like it. But at the same time, it's her birthday. So I'm going to have to somehow come up with a plan to get her to agree that, yeah, we, I, she would love to go. But my best friend that I work with is also going to be there with his wife and his kids. I didn't want her to think that I was going just to hang out with the dudes and drop her off and, hey, happy birthday, and then I'm going to go hang out with the dudes. So I came to the house. I explained to her the situation. I was like, hey, listen, I'd like to do this, but, you know, there's kind of a, not really a catch, but it's not just going to be us there. Talked about it. She loved the idea from the beginning and even didn't mind that my friends were going on the same day. So uh, my work was running a special thing that they were doing um got half off tickets to zoom bay we were playing the weather all week and i that's one thing that i absolutely hate when you're trying to plan something is trying to play out the weather because obviously you don't want to get hit by lightning while you're hanging out at a water park you know that sounds like a great time but uh we just we kept watching the weather and one day it would say oh there's no rain for that columbus area up there then the next day it would be oh there's a 40 percent chance of rain up there the next day Ah, there's no rain. You're good. The day after. Ah, there's a 50% chance and it's it's thunderstorms. It's lightning thunderstorms. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I can't even buy the tickets ahead of time because I don't know what the fuck it's going to do. You know, do I take my chance and spend the... Luckily, they weren't full price tickets. They were half price. But even then, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to take a chance on this, really. Not yet. So we get down to the day before we're supposed to go, and I just, I bit the bullet. I said, fuck it. If it rains, whatever. We're in a water park. We'll get wet either way. So I buy the tickets. We go. Meet up with a friend of mine. We follow him up. We had a blast. It was a great time. She spent most of the time in the Lazy River. I did some water slides with his kids and him. Spent some time with them. And then for a few hours, spent some time with my girlfriend and my friend and his wife. But the real thing that I want to get down to, I was thinking about this on our drive home because from where I live from Columbus, it was like an hour and a half, hour and 45 minute drive. So we had a lot of time to sit and talk and everything. And I thought about this. I have noticed in my relationship, it is super easy to get complacent with your significant other. And maybe that's not the same for other people, but it's the same, It's, it's I mean, it's unavoidable for me. I say unavoidable, but it is avoidable. It just, it's complacency. Complacency kills. But I noticed that in past relationships, it's easy for someone to get complacent. You stop doing the little things that you know your significant other likes. So like now I'm doing the, the just because flowers or the just cause card or spending time with her doing things she likes. And eventually for at least for me, I don't know about most people, but it's hard to continue to do those things. You just forget about it. You get complacent. You don't take the time to do those little things anymore. You just go through the motions of, of life and you go through the motions of your day. 
And later on in life, it doesn't consist of stopping to do the small things anymore. One of our small things is her and I write each other little notes and shit like that. And I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, that's fucking cheesy. But you know what? Brownie points are brownie points. And if brownie points get me laid, is what it is. I'll, I'll take the time to, to do the brownie as long as I get the brownie points. Or, you know, it is what it is. You know, everybody gets complacent in those kind of after you've been in that relationship for a while. And it, it's tough to, to keep that going. But what I saw yesterday, which, like I said, this podcast is going to air maybe a day or so late. But what I noticed when we were at Zumbizi Bay with my best friend that I work with and his wife is they have been married going on almost six years. I did the research on them because I wanted to get the number right for them. They've been married almost six years. I'm not even sure how long they've been dating. But seeing them together at Zumbizi Bay with all their kids, it looked like they were freshly dating. And they've been together for over six years, married now. And I, I thought, you know, that's crazy. I've I've been with this girl nowhere near the same amount of time as they have. Now, granted, I know six years may not feel like a long time, but, you know, essentially it is, especially in the world today. People are getting married and divorced left and right anymore. It's not a commitment anymore. I mean, it is, but the way people treat it isn't, you know. So I thought it was crazy. I was like, these, these guys have somehow figured out how not to get complacent. And that's, that's awesome because they're still doing the little things for each other and they're still, they just act like, you know, they're still newly in a, a new relationship. And I was like, that's awesome. I wish I could figure out how not to become complacent because it, in past relationships, like I said, it, it happens frequently for me. It just is what it is. And then I have to get reminded, hey, Clayton, you're getting complacent. You know, you're not doing the things you used to do. You're not. You know, and it's true. It just happens for me. And it happens, I think, for a lot of people, especially the ones, the guys that I've talked to about it. You know, I've done a little bit of research and say, hey, you know, you guys get complacent. Is it, is it just me or am I fucking retarded or what's the deal here? And uh, it just is what it is. Guys get complacent. Women don't get as complacent. They may get a little bit complacent, but they're not as bad. So now the entire time I'm thinking this and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm getting complacent. I could be getting complacent within time. I mean, I don't think I've gotten to the point now where I've become complacent yet. But, you know, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. I'm eventually just going to stop doing the, the small things. And for me, this sounds like a shit move. And it is what it is. I mean, I'm just I'm being honest with you guys. You know, I, I don't feel like it's a waste of time. But in the beginning relationship. You try and win somebody's heart over. You're trying to prove to them your worth and how, how good you are to them and all this bullshit. And you're trying to do all these things. And then towards the end of it, or not the end, but further on down the road, you realize, well, I've already won her heart over, you know. It, it almost becomes like a point where you stop trying as hard because you know you don't have to. You're like, eh, I've already got it. But that's what what I what I mean by complacency. You should never stop those things, and it it just it's a habit. It's just one of those things. That, and I I was sitting in the car on the drive home yesterday, and I said, if complacency does happen and it shows itself again like it has before, what am I gonna do to help combat that complacency aspect? And I thought, you know, one thing about my girl, and I know a lot of other girls are probably the same way. My girl loves flowers. 
And in my head, I just can't wrap my head around flowers because I don't want flowers as a guy. Now, I'm sure it's a guy thing, but at the same time, I have that gear in my head that spins and I think, okay, flowers are cool. They look, they look nice. They look pretty, sure. But they're going to die in a couple days. You know, so what's the point of me going out and spending money on flowers and you holding on to them for a couple of days if they're just going to die? You know, let me get you something materialistic that you can keep and you can have and cherish and you're not going to just throw away in the trash later. And me and my buddy were talking about this uh, last week after uh, I got off work. He offered me a, some time. I sat out on his porch. We smoked a cigar, had a couple beers, and we were sitting talking about this. And it's, it was genius what he come up with. You know, yes, the flowers are, are great. And if that means spending a couple bucks on flowers, whether they're going to die or not, that's fine. But it's the fact that you were out and you saw the flowers and you stopped and thought, wow, she would really like those. I'm thinking about her. That's all it is. It's not really about the flowers. It's about you thinking about them and getting something for them to show them that, hey, while I was out, stopped after work, I was thinking about you. Grabbed you some flowers. It, it doesn't have to be flowers. It could be anything, I think. But it's just that thought that your significant other popped into your head while you were out doing your thing. And I think that it, it's all about finding the happy medium because guys know in life with a significant other you're never gonna win i'm glad i learned that at a young age and there's no sense in fucking fighting it because it's just best to chalk it because it ain't gonna fucking happen but you know me and my girl argue about that all the time she she'll come up with something i'm like yeah you're right that's fine she's like what do you mean i said well there's no point in arguing I, i'm i know i'm wrong it's okay i've just come to the fact she's like i'm glad you've learned it early and i said hey you're welcome Glad I could save an argument from happening before it even starts, you know. But it all comes down to just doing those small things. And you can't forget to stop and and think a minute. You know, what small things did you used to do for your significant other if you if you had one that you really did the small things for? And have you noticed that those small things have started to slowly go by the wayside? And if they have, what can you do to bring them back? Because for me, it... Like I said, it happens. And I try to avoid it. But in the last couple of relationships I was in, it just, it happened. So I've, I'm going to try to better myself and continuing to do those small things. And like I said, it doesn't have to be the flowers. It can just be something that you, you're thinking about your significant other and you get something for them while you're out. It, it's just small things like that that are unasked for. And if you're living with your significant other, you doing something for them without having to be asked, hey, are you doing this this time? Or is it my turn to do this? Or something that you don't normally do, just doing it. Just because it's, it's like you're thinking about them, you know? And I thought, okay, what other small things does my girl like? And she's very, that's I lucked out when I found this girl. She's very simple and complex, all in the same fucking package. It's perfect. Like, it's not too complex that you can't, like, you can't solve it and you have to look up cheat codes. But it's simple enough where you're like, okay, you know, now the, the dots are finally starting to come together. I can get this now. It's, it's hard to explain, but like I said, I think I, I completely lucked out in the relationship that I'm in. Because 
I'm not I'm not trying to say she's very predictable. She is very unpredictable at times, but at the same time I can read her like a book. I've been with her long enough where I know what mood she's in before she has to come and tell me what mood she's in her. And most guys are are good about picking that up and I think that working in the field that I work in too and being able to read people and judge emotions and you know stuff like that it, it helps out a lot but just I, I can look at the words that she texts me and I can tell kind of what sort of mood she's in and and 90 I'd say about 85 percent I'm right normally now yeah there's times that I fuck up and I catch a wrong read but nobody's gonna be perfect 100 of the time is what it is but I'm thinking what else can I do that's just small and that's what came around to this birthday thing she told me she didn't she didn't care what we did she just wanted to spend time with me and do it she wanted me to plan the whole thing so i was like great we'll we'll go to the water park so like i said we we did the i did the rides with my friend and his kids and then we did the lazy river and we just sat and talked the whole time it was a really good time had some drinks in us we were we were getting wobbled i mean i wasn't getting wobbled because somebody had to fucking drive home but she was feeling a little wobbled there for a little while and Thank God, if I doubt anybody's ever going to listen to this that knows anybody, but whoever turned my girlfriend's phone into the lost and found at Zumbezi Bay, you are a fucking savior. Because let me tell you, it was the end of her fucking world when she lost her phone. I think she had a little too much alcohol in her system at the time, too, but she goes to look for her phone in the bag that we take, and she's like, it's not there. And I said, don't worry about it. It's okay. I'm sure it's in the bottom of the bag. It's just under some clothes and stuff. Well, I looked, it's, it's not there. It's the end of the world. It's, it's, she's just going crazy. And I'm like, listen, it's fine. We'll check the lost and found. It's okay. Well, somebody just picked it up and walked away with it. You never know what this world's like. It just, somebody's got it. And it tore her whole day up. And I said, listen, I don't have your location because you haven't shared it with me yet. But I said, your sister has your location. So I said, I can call your sister. She can tell me around about where it's at. Worst case scenario, if it's not at the lost and found, we'll figure it out. The whole time I'm trying to call her phone. Hoping somebody picks it up. Nobody does. But she is. Just, she won't even talk to me. And if she does, it's short spurts. It's it's everything but motherfucker. You shut your mouth until we find this. So I'm trying to keep her calm down and everything. And we finally get up to Lost and Found. And thank God it was there because her mood immediately changed. And I'm like, see, I told you I tried to calm you down. And it's just that, that emotion she had. I, I thought it was, to me, it was the funny part of the trip. To her, it was probably a horrible part of the trip. but. I just thought it was funny because it was a step out of the way and I'm trying to keep her calm and she's losing her fucking mind about her phone, but it is what it is. But the, even though we had a great time there at the water park, the conversation that we had on the way back was almost as good, if not better than the time that I had spending with a friend of mine and her and playing at a water park for the whole time they were open. We got there when they opened and left when they closed. I thought, you know what, just sitting here in the car, being open and honest, letting this girl pick the inside of my brain and let her just see, just be an open book with her. And that's what I love about our relationship is she's an open book with me. And before I was an open book, but there were some things about me. I'm like, you know what, I handle this shit. It's on me, you know, and that makes it difficult in relationships when you're not able to be 100% open and honest and let people see every side of you. I believe that Kristen wholeheartedly has seen every side of me, and I'm glad that 
she's able to because she knows me better than I know me too some days. But to bring it all back around, I wanted to talk about finding and maintaining relationships. So everybody finds relationships different. If you don't have a relationship and you're looking to find a relationship, you know, how you find relationships on you, you know, I can't help you with that advice. You have to find the person that you're wanting to spend time with. But the maintaining relationships. So when Kristen and I first met, we met through a dating app and decided we were finally going to meet each other at a, at a restaurant halfway between both of us, whatever. And she's a very shy person when you, when you don't know her. Um, and she was super shy with me on our first date, but we talked, we had a good meal, everything. And she told me that, you know, she wasn't a hundred percent sure what she wanted out of life. She just kind of got out of a, a relationship, not too awful long ago, but she kind of wasn't sure what, what she wanted to do with it. And I told her, I said, that's fine. Listen. And I really did from the first moment I saw her, I was like, this girl's beautiful. I would be lucky to spend more time with her if that's ever the case. And I, I told her right before I left and I told my friend this while we were at Zimbizi Bay, I said, this is how I think I want her over. Cause I was trying to be smooth as shit and it is what it is. But I told her, I said, you're more than welcome to do whatever you want to do. I don't want to be the person holding you back from living your life. But when you decide you're ready to be in a relationship, just let me know because I want to be first in line to get on the ride if you're ready to take this relationship step. You know what I mean? But if you're not, by all means, do your thing. But when you're ready, I want to I just want to be a part of the the options, you know? If there's a multiple choice question, I at least want to be one of the letters. I don't want to be fucking left on the side of the page and not even be thought about. And my friend was like, yeah, that's some smooth shit. And I was like, I, I was just speaking from the bottom of my heart. I mean, yeah, it was kind of slick. And sure, I got some brownie points for it. But at the same time, I, that's the best way I could describe it to her. And I just thought it was really cool that she remembered that, that I told her that. And she thought it was slick and everything. And I thought it was, was just a great time. We had a great time from the first moment we've met and we have ever since. But maintaining the relationships, obviously, like I said, how do you keep relationships from getting stale? And of course, everybody that's human has a routine also. So in my first episode, I I talked about 90% of the world being average. You get up, put on your uniform or your work clothes, whatever. You go to work, you come home, you eat, you go to bed. Does that routine involve your significant other? Nine times out of ten, it does. Maybe you might sit and eat dinner with your significant other. But... Is that all that you do with your significant other until your day's off? And then on your day's off, what do you do? Do you consider quality time going to the grocery store together? Because I fucking hate going to the grocery store. I'd rather mow the neighbor's yard for free than go to the grocery store. Fuck that. I don't know what it is. I'm not a grocery store person. I just, I hate it all together. But that's not technically quality time. So that's a, that's a thing that, you can do is break up that routine that you have. Try to find something that you can do through the week, whether it's on a work day or whether it's on a weekend where you break up that routine. You have to, because if you get in the routine, then things get stale and things get complacent and you just continue to live that, that normal aspect that everybody thinks is just fucking great. And that's how it should be. And you know, this is the life because it's not, I mean, it's so easy to change up how things and you can change it and then decide, you know what? Yeah, I fucked up because we tried to change it and it didn't work. But 
you know, just throw a little wrinkle in there. I was talking to somebody about this, a friend of mine, uh, his dad, I was sitting there talking to him, and I said, it doesn't matter what kind of change comes at our workplace. If there's a change at the workplace, 100% of the people have to fucking bitch about it. And it's the truth, because nobody likes change. I'm not talking bad about the people that I work with. It's, it's anywhere. You change anything in policy, and everybody gets upset because this is the way we know how to do it. Why would you change something that works perfectly fine before? Now take those words and put them in your relationship. It's the same thing. People get complacent. Why would you change something that's working perfectly fine right now? Well, is it working perfectly fine right now, or could it use a little bit of sprucing up? We're just trying shit here. If it don't fucking work, we'll go back to what it used to be, okay? But just give it a chance. You know? And sometimes you got to do that. Just throw something in, a little something in there. Like I said, my big thing for me, and it's not for her. Kristen does not like that I smoke cigars, and I'm perfectly okay with that. She doesn't like that I smoke cigars, but she says, as long as you smoke them away from me, don't smoke in the house, which I don't smoke in the house. Anyways, don't smoke next to me. It's fine. You do your, you do your thing. I'll do my thing. It's all good. But trying to find something that you and your significant other can do together that's outside of, oh, we're going to the grocery store on Saturday because that's what we always do every Saturday. And if you're not a churchgoer on Sunday, well, we're sitting down and watching our show, you know. I mean, yeah, that might seem special to one of you. Oh, yeah, we're, we're watching the new show. It is what it is. That's our quality time. Go out and do something. Try new things. Do different things. And it's extremely hard to do. Believe me. I'm sitting here preaching like I fucking know everything. I do not. Because I'm that kind of guy like, hey, there's a new episode on fucking Netflix. Why don't we just kick it and chill in here on fucking Sunday? Because I'll feel like doing shit. But like I said... Anything that you can do to, to help combat that complacency is going to help out so much more in the long run. And I think it's going to be better for a healthy relationship and shit like that. Also, um, if I had to say anything, do like, if you can, try to be like this person that I've talked about. And I'm hoping I can get him on next week because him and I can just bounce ideas off each other. We spent three hours talking about different topics one night just with a beer and a cigar. And we went from one topic clear to another and it was great. But like I said, these guys have been married for almost six years, been together for a while. And just seeing them out in public, I thought these guys are not complacent. It doesn't look complacent. It looks legit. It looks like they've just met each other. And I'm sure that that helps their relationship out so much. And I know how difficult it is for him because I work for him. I know what days off he has. It, it, it doesn't work with his old lady's days off and his kids' days off. And it's just, it's extremely difficult. I know how difficult it can be because, like I said, we both work the same job. We got shit days off right now. But just taking that little bit of time out of your day and trying to make something work that's different and out of the ordinary, just to spruce things up a little bit. And that little bit goes a long way, believe me. If you're stuck in a rut, maybe you should try this and just see what works out well for you. Because I think it would be worth its weight in gold for sure. Okay, please bear with me. Because not only am I inebriated now, but I just got back from a doctor's appointment and started recording this podcast. And my eye doctor told me it would be a good idea to dilate my eyes because I was due. And I had to ride home on my motorcycle with dilated eyes. And now I'm trying to read this shit 
But I forgot to put this in earlier in the podcast, and I wanted to put in a special tab for this. To all of my Warthog family that is out there in Indianapolis right now, this one is for you guys. I'm so sorry I couldn't be there. Unfortunately, I started this new job where I'm I'm the dude at the bottom of the ship pole, unfortunately. But it is what it is. I couldn't get the time off to come to VU. I wanted to come so bad. So this one is for all the Warthogs out there. Ladies, gentlemen, please be safe. Have a wonderful weekend out there. God bless you all and Warthogs forever. So now I want to take a quick second. And I want to give you guys a little sneak preview on what's going to happen next episode. Next episode, which is approximately going to be in about two weeks. So I know it's, I know the bi-weekly thing has been kind of upsetting a few people. They're like, man, you should come out with content every week and stuff like that. It's just my schedule. Working second shift right now with shit days off. The bi-weekly thing works best for me right now. If I can continuously keep getting content then I, I will change it to weekly. But for right now, it's going to be bi-weekly just to give me a little bit of a break and help me catch up on shit that I need to. And then in my spare time, kick back and record the podcast a little bit. Because there's a lot of editing that goes into that I didn't realize starting out. But there's definitely more to it than what meets the eye. But this sneak preview that I want to give you guys is if you could, I'm going to have a guest on hopefully the next podcast. I'm going to talk to him. and I'm going to tell him it's, it's going to be this guy that went with me to Zoom Busy Bay. I'm going to talk to him and be like, listen, man, I need like an hour of your time. The beer's on me. The smokes are on me. Just come over to the house. Let's kick it. Because we, I was telling you guys earlier in the podcast, I went over to this guy's house. We had a beer and a cigar and we were talking. I told him, I said, I want you to be on the podcast. He's like, I, he said, I would love to sit and talk about work because that's something that him and I can both just talk for hours on. And I said, unfortunately, we're just not able to. So he said, what, what other ideas do you have? And I got this list of notes on my phone. And one of them that struck him really good was, what would you tell your 16-year-old self if you could give your 16-year-old self advice that you know now? So think about it. Way back when you were 16, you know, you were, a lot of us were probably doing young and dumb shit. It happens. It is what it is. It's the most valuable time in your life where you're learning a lot of things and a lot of us are learning the hard ways because we're fucking hard-headed. And it's just the way it is sometimes. But what would you tell your 16-year-old self if you could talk to your 16-year-old self now? And I'm hoping him and I can jump on here and we can take that, that piece and we can start running with it and it just take off from there. I plan on doing a giveaway here soon. That's right, a giveaway. I know it's early, but I'm thinking it's going to help me uh get some get the word out to some people help more people learn about the podcast um working on getting some merchandise i know we're super early into this game i get that but i'm thinking about getting some merch just some small things for right now that i'm dabbling with and maybe we might do a giveaway for those guys who are coming out and they're supporting the facebook and they're coming out and listening to the episodes and commenting so just keep your eye out maybe next episode we'll throw in a little thing there at the end where we can give you guys a chance to win some merch from the let's get wobble podcast but like i said keep looking on facebook we'll get that posted as to when we're going to do the next episode hopefully i'll have a guest on we'll start running with that uh, topic that we discussed earlier but thanks again guys keep your eyes peeled for the next episode and until then stay wobbled